Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer's 2019 reboot, remake, whatever you want to call it, version of Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery tells the story of the Creed family and they're moving to a uh, small New England town, meeting up with their neighbor Judd Crandall and then well there's a pet cemetery behind them and they're the proud owners of said pet cemetery and a little bit beyond the actual pet cemetery there just so happens to be a Native American burial ground which I believe is actually supposed to be the Micmac Indians I do not know if that's an actual tribe or not Uh, they did not mention it here in the remake that I'm aware of Um, But in the original movie and the book, they do definitely mention what tribe uh, the burial ground actually belonged to. But as you can see, uh, this is uh, the standard tale that uh, has been told many, many times. Uh, There's not a whole lot of differences, but the differences that are present here in the new one are pretty substantial. So, with the plot out of the way, let's get to the casting. Surprisingly enough, I did, I did actually like the casting here. I didn't really think the casting here was bad at all. You had uh, Jason Clark and Amy, I think her name would be Simitz or Simitz. However you say her name, sorry, uh, sorry if I mangled that. And then you had John Lithgow. Uh, John Lithgow was the one that uh, surprised me the most. I really like Fred Gwynn's performance as Judd Crandall in the original. But here uh, you have a Judd Crandall that uh, seems a little bit more kooky, but still doesn't seem like a half bad guy and still somebody that you you wouldn't mind sharing a drink with. Um, So... I didn't mind him as much as what I thought I was going to. Um, If we're getting back to the actual casting, I'm going to say that Jason Clark uh, was not bad as Lewis Creed. I don't really care for his acting, but I never found anything bad with his acting, with it being in the the One Planet of the Apes film. Uh, He was in Terminator Genesis. Uh, He wasn't bad in any of the movies I've actually seen him in. I just generally don't care for the guy, but here he was uh, he was actually pretty good as well. The character of Rachel here in this version of Pet Cemetery is given more more story to and I guess more things to do as opposed to the original film. I'm not sure about the book. I have not read the book. Um, I did buy the book and I do intend to read it someday. Um, I may even do an episode on the book. Who knows? But anyway, uh, the character of Rachel, uh, played by Amy Simitz. I'm going to guess that that's how you say her name. Um, but she uh, she did a good job here overall. Um, she definitely gives a lot of emotion into her performance. Um, I just don't know if I cared too much about her backstory, her backstory with her, her sister, I know that was something that was played up uh, in the original a lot, and everybody says it's nightmare fuel, which I really hate that term. Uh, It's way overused. But uh, here, 
yeah we get a little bit more of that and i guess it's probably done a little bit better than in the actual original film however i don't know if i care <laughs> that's the worst part about it i get the fact that it deals with the overall theme of life and death and it kind of plays into that more with her kind of having a hard time with death based on her experiences with her sister and then she has her atheist husband so it makes things a little bit tough on her I get it and she does a great job with the material however again I just don't know if I cared one last thing to round out the casting I do think that uh, Jetty Lawrence says Ellie here I do believe that uh, she was a good actor as well uh, for child actors. She pretty much carries the weight of the entire film based off her performance. And this is where the actual movie kind of deviates from the source material as well as the, I guess, the actual original film. She does do a good job here. And that is the thing. I will talk about the actual ending at the tail end of this episode and I will give a spoilers warning with that. So I think that one of my biggest complaints with this film is that there's not enough motivation here to justify there being a remake. It's improved in a lot of ways. It doesn't have as lot a lot of the cheese that the original film had. However, it's also a very cold-hearted version of Pet Cemetery, which I guess mirrors the source material better than what the original film did. The original film had a lot of emotion to it. There, was a, there wasn't that general sense of coldness, but here we're definitely getting a colder, harder feeling Pet Cemetery. And like I said, while it mirrors the source material better from what I've heard, uh, the overall bleak and cold feeling throughout the entire film, uh, it lacked fun. Uh, there was no fun to be had. And then a lot of the things that I enjoyed a lot in the original, uh, such as the idea of if we were to get our loved ones back, would they be the same? Um, there was a general hope amongst the characters dealing with their grief and losing a child and there was a lot of the actual makes you think about life and death or at least it did me in this one uh, if I can recall the only conversation it came up only once and it wasn't played up uh, to its general strength and that's what I kind of like about the original story and I guess the actual book it really raises a lot of questions, and a lot of those questions are, how should we deal with our grief? Should we really want our loved ones back like that? Are they in a better place? Are they in a worse place? The movie and story really makes you think and wonder, and I didn't get a lot of that from the new one. A lot of the life and death questions that are proposed in the 89 original or even the book um, they're not that present here um, I get it as far as the grief and everything but it's not played out as well as what it should be here and I was kind of disappointed in 
I guess, the handling and direction from Colsh uh, and Widmire. Uh, the reason I say that is because they did the excellent Starry Eyes, which again was a super, super cold film. However, you kind of felt for the main character in that. And in this one, I didn't really feel for anybody. Maybe in future viewings, maybe I'll change my, I guess, opinion about this. But here, uh, the, the overall thing was that it was slick, got right to the point, and the movie wasn't given enough time to breathe. And I think they probably could have did with a little bit of a longer runtime, or maybe they should have tried a different rewrite on the script. The script here from Jeff Bueller isn't actually a bad script. However, I think it was everything was underwritten compared to the Stephen King uh, written original film. I guess that was one of the good things about it is that Stephen King actually had a big hand in the original film. This one here, I believe he was just producer or a consultant. And I do know that Stephen King actually disagreed with the ending here, which is something else I'm going to get into again a little bit later. Screenwriter Jeff Bueller is actually no stranger to adapting things. I can't recall a lot of his work without actually looking it up at the moment. However, I do know that he did write the excellent Clive Barker adaptation, Midnight Meat Train. Captured a lot of the subtle romanticism of Clive Barker's works, as well as the tragedy in a lot of his stories. It was a movie that was brutal but also had a heart to it by the end of it. In Pet Cemetery, Jeff Bueller seemed to forget all of that and went ahead and made a super cold film, which again, may be closer to the source material. It just doesn't make it a pleasant or necessarily a pleasant or fun viewing experience. I get it, horror films aren't always supposed to be fun, but here, it just didn't quite work for me. So I think now is the time where we should actually get into spoiler territory. So this is your final warning here. I'm going to be talking about the midway, I guess, twist and difference from the other film as well as the book. And I'm going to be talking about the ending as well. So if you want to be spoiled and haven't seen the movie, continue listening. If not, then I suggest you probably go out, see the movie, then come back. The movie makes a bold choice of who they decide to kill, and that instead of killing Gage, they decide to kill Ellie. And that was with the, uh, with the truck. However, it was played out differently. Uh, it wasn't that the truck actually mowed over uh, the child. Instead, the truck tried to avoid hitting Ellie, and then you see the, uh, the load that the truck was carrying actually, uh, I guess, essentially crushed her at that point. And this is where I, it was okay with the way it was played out. Um, you definitely felt the emotion here, but again, it was a little bit of a colder interpretation. Um, I did like the f original uh, killing of Gage better. Because even though we knew it was going to happen, um, it's one of those things, it definitely hits you. And then with the way it shows the flashes of Lewis Creed, uh, Dale Midkiff in the original, the way it shows his pain, and 
it it's really well done because it even goes so far as to show little things about him uh, with Gage, and it's almost like Gage's life is flashing before his eyes in uh, in pictures. And I think it's an amazing scene in the original. It definitely hits you in the heart. Here, uh, I didn't get a lot of that. I do get the parents' grief. Um, I, I did get that, sure. But it didn't hit me near as hard as what uh, it did in the original film. And that is where we will get the ending. So with the ending, you do have Lewis go and bury Ellie in the pet cemetery. Um, and she comes back and she's kind of ticked off that she's alive again. She has murderous tendencies. So it's definitely played out differently than the, than the gauge uh, in the original. Um, she's given a lot more to do and say here than what Gage did. Granted, that would be the differences in uh, getting the differences in age in the uh, child actors. So it's, it's played out well. Um, I don't necessarily think that the changes were that substantial. The differences in the ages does change it and with you know it does change the entire ending here however did it have a negative or positive impact on the entire story i don't think so i know a lot of critics said that the ending was improved here from the original story in the original movie i don't exactly agree with that the actress that plays ellie here jatia lawrence uh she is very very good in what she's doing here However, she is at the age where she's capable of knowing how to convey that, uh, where it's a little bit more impressive with the original with Gage. I don't even think he was two in the original. And with the way they did the creative directing, it was actually played out a little bit better in my opinion. However, considering it was completely on GT Lawrence, um, it, she, she does a good job because the ending is placed almost squarely on her. And that is where we get to the actual ending. Um, in the original film, and I'm assuming the original book, uh, at least one of them survives. At least Ellie survives. Uh, here, we, uh, we have none of the Creed family survive. And that's what left me with kind of a crappy feeling going out of the theater. Um, I don't like the fact that the entire family was resurrected at the pet cemetery, and then you're supposed to assume at the end uh, that poor little Gage, who was locked in the car by Lewis, uh, is going to be resurrected as well. So we're kind of essentially going to get a zombie family, evil family coming back. It doesn't really leave it open to a sequel um, unless you would go and want to see them go on murder sprees or something but just the fact that it put poor little gage in harm's way and there was literally no hope for him he's helpless because he's again about two or three uh, if that um it just i don't know it really ticked me off when i saw it and i know stephen king actually wanted to have gage rescued in this version um, but yet we don't get that. And it is kind of strange that Stephen King in his older 
older years here, uh, he's getting, I guess, a little bit softer or a little bit kinder because he said he wanted a little bit of a happier ending. But that is the ending we got, and it's okay. Again, I will probably wind up buying this movie, and I will probably wind up watching it quite a few other times just to see if I come away with a different appreciation for it. And that's why I also want to read the book. I want to do a comparison between all three. I don't know if I'll do an actual comparison here on Adam Analyzes. However, I do want to probably get another Pet Cemetery episode in and include Pet Cemetery 2 with that, which I think is a very, very underrated sequel. I did almost forget one thing that I did like about this movie. I really liked the fact that uh, the kids that were burying, uh, burying their animals, they were wearing the animal masks, and that was almost a very ritual-like feeling type of thing. And it's almost given a that maybe the kids are dead themselves uh, with the way that that ties into the ending because you do have Ellie wearing one of the masks. And I like it. It was uh, it was actually a very well done scene. Not so much with any action or anything like that. It was just kind of beautifully done and I enjoyed the creepiness of the, the ritual. One of the other things that they do mention too is the Wendigo. Wendigo, however you say it, um, which isn't really uh, mentioned too much here, but they do mention it, and that would be, I guess, the prequel if they decide to go that route, if this movie makes enough money. But overall, I'm going to say go ahead, check it out. If you have not seen the original Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery 2, or even read the source material, I would recommend uh, becoming a little bit more familiar with it before you actually see this one. Um, I don't know if that will hamper or help your opinion on the film. Overall, I do recommend it. However, I don't know, me personally, I still think the original was a better film, and I am intrigued enough to go and read the source material to see what a definitive version of Pet Cemetery for myself, what that would be. But with that being said, get out there, go see it. And let me know on Twitter what your thoughts were about this. I actually recently changed my handle to at Adam underscore analyzes and also give a listen to our podcast and our honest opinion. And good night.